you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hi, everyone. This is Susan Rosen, your host, and I have a special guest today, Louise Terrell. Am I pronouncing that correct? Oh, correctly. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Louise Terrell. And Louise is an um, inspirational speaker and a yoga teacher. Um, she has a really interesting practice where she's integrating those two pieces together in her business, which is called Zen Life. Um, and um, I've asked her on to tell everyone here about what she's been doing and also how she can suggest and help us with getting through this um, pandemic that we are all living through. And so, Louise, why don't you tell us a little about, about mm, a little bit about yourself and where you live and um, so on and so forth. I will indeed. And thank you so much, Susan, for uh, inviting me on to join you today. It's absolutely a pleasure to be on the show. I'm Louise in Ireland, a long way away. And um, I'm we're currently going through the same pandemic as the rest of the world. It's quite stressful here. We're all in lockdown, as I'm sure yeah, I think everybody's in yeah. now at, at this point. So yeah, people are finding, you know, it's, it's um, stressful, like it's bringing up a lot of anxiety and fear and feelings of isolation for people as well. And wondering when would, when will it be over? How can we cope? So I'm, actually extremely busy at the moment but I'm offering a lot of my services complimentary and supporting health workers and supporting people in whichever way and however I can to get through this crisis which I believe we can get through but for the moment we have to acknowledge and accept that we're in it mm. we don't know when it's going to finish and to acknowledge that when we are in a crisis it's a very stressful situation it can sometimes be a shock to the system we go into the fight or flight response in the body, which brings on feelings of, you know, feeling overwhelmed, feeling a bit panicky, perhaps. I call it at the moment, the panic epidemic instead of the pandemic. Because, everybody, yeah. because it's almost like it's the uncertainty, I think, that has led to everybody wondering, well, what should I do? Like, should I buy 400 toilet rolls? Should I stock up my fridge with... Mm -hmm food for three months or should I stock up my fridge for one week or how will I visit my friends I'm not allowed to go outside the door I have to keep myself protected and so it's natural if you are feeling fearful at the moment it's natural if you're feeling stressed unable to sleep mm. or wondering what to do these are all natural feelings like we're all feeling them all over the world most people are anyway 
so we are in this together like it's amazing how it is actually bringing the whole community and the whole world together yes yes i totally agree i totally agree it's it's pretty amazing and it'll be very interesting to see how long that lasts after we get out of this right yes exactly because actually on the news now today in ireland we were being told that in we were due to come out of lockdown actually on the 29th of march mm. then that was extended now it's extended again we're being told today that it could be a couple of months mm -hmm. so i think yeah, that here too well, yeah so you know um what type of feelings do you think people are having susan like would you think you know your audience in how can i help in the best way well i think that everyone is is definitely feeling a lot of the things that you that you already identified, right? Um, I also think that what is making people even more worried um, and um, uncomfortable, maybe that's not the right word, but is that it's not only, we all kind of know what we're doing right now, we may not like it. We're worried about getting the coronavirus. We're worried about our, say, our parents or our kids or, right, especially if they're not with us. Mm -hmm. And our, you know, our kids are worried about us. Yes. And, but I don't, I think the thing that, that is kind of in the background of everyone's thoughts is, well, the world is going to be a hell of a lot different when we come out of lockdown. You know, yes. I'm assuming it's the same where you are, but where I am, I mean, there are a lot of small businesses that are going to be out of business and they're not going to be able to come back. And that includes restaurants and bookstores and, um, you know, the, the whole world, the whole world is going to be different. Um, we've all gotten all these new skills of being online and having meetings online. And I know where I've read where these large companies are rethinking a lot of their own practices going forward. Um, so I think the world is really going to be a different place. And so there's a lot of uncertainty yes. about that. Exactly. And uncertainty, well, let's put it this way, like certainty is one of our basic needs as a human Ooh. being. The need for certainty so now we feel uncertain because nobody can actually say like the only thing that is certain at this moment is that it's all uncertain right that's the only certainty is that it's all uncertain <laughs> apart from that like there is no certainty we're feeling a sense of like insecurity so we're feeling all the opposites to what we're actually normally used to having or feeling safety we mightn't be able to go out of our homes if so we're thinking if we do well will i be safe will i catch the virus has anybody got it already have i got it already i don't know if i have it already and um, what happens if my sister gets it what happens if my mother gets it what happens if so there's all this um fear and anxiety being built up in the system which is a normal reaction if you are asking yourselves those questions like if you're asking yourself well what if that mm. then that's going to bring up fear and anxiety in your body 
if you're lying awake at night with a thousand thoughts in your head, that's going to bring up fear and anxiety as well. You're not going to get a good night's sleep. You're going to wake up feeling tired the next morning and, you know, you'll just be going through your day. And it's at the moment, like, it's like Groundhog Day, actually, for some of us. Like, I woke up one day last week and I had to actually ask myself, what day is it? Yeah. I said, I actually sat there for a few moments and I was saying, like, <laughs> is it Wednesday? What do I know? What am I supposed to be doing on a Wednesday? Yeah. Because normally I have a schedule, you know. So a couple of weeks ago, I knew exactly on a Wednesday morning, I go and teach an over 55s yoga class. Mm. I Then I drive to a different village and I teach another yoga class. And then I um, go to a company at Wednesday at lunchtime and I teach yoga to that company uh-huh. to help them with stress release, you know, because that's vital for people working mm. in, in offices. And and then I go somewhere else. And then I, and so I always knew what I did on a Wednesday. And now I wonder, is it Wednesday? So we have all this, you know, and one day is just rolling into the next, into the next, into the next. And mm. even like, for instance, if you were used to going shopping on a Saturday for your groceries, now you can't go shopping on a Saturday necessarily. In Ireland, we can't go shopping between nine and 11 any morning unless we're over 70. Oh, oh so over 70. To, they do yeah, 60 here. Yeah, so they do like over. Well, it could actually be 60. Actually, it could be. I'm not, I thought it was 70, but possibly it's 60 here as well. But yeah, so I mean, like, so you have to we have to rethink everything. So we're actually we have been upended really you know i mean like what's yeah. <laughs> nothing is normal anymore and just as yeah. you said there susan nothing will be normal again nothing will be when, when we're yeah. all set free from this mm-hmm. we will not be live, living the normal life that we were living before it started that's a certainty as well i guess um everything is life is changing life will never be the same again while we're in this now we have to think about um in my experience well the last time i was in a crisis it wasn't a worldwide crisis it was a personal crisis was mm. when was when my dad passed away a couple of years ago i remember the we were all in the in the room the day that he died thankfully which is not the case for people nowadays mm. but uh, we were we were all in the room in the hospital it was a sunday afternoon it was a family afternoon which was always a family afternoon it was absolutely wonderful in some ways there was 15 of us there wow. singing laughing crying I mean, we were blessed. My dad was in a room by himself. He was dying of cancer. We knew that he was dying. So it was a mixture of, well, it was just very sad, of course. But um, I remember when my dad took his last breath, like I actually started to hyperventilate myself because I was thinking I just like went into shock and I didn't know how to cope. Actually, when my dad passed away, I it was my first experience of somebody close to me dying. I used to wake up some mornings wondering where was he gone? Well, I, I couldn't cope with the fact that I'd never see him again. It was really, it was very stressful. It was very sad. And my health went downhill, actually, at that time, to be honest. I started sliding down a slippery slope. Yeah. I wasn't able to move. It reminds me of even now because I was chatting with my friends the other day and I was just saying, like, I'm, we're getting no movement at the moment. Like, the most movement I'm getting at the moment, well, I teach yoga online, but apart from that, is actually, you know, walking from the bedroom to the kitchen to the bathroom, to the living room, back to the kitchen, back to the bathroom, back to the living room. There's no, we're not even getting any movement at the moment. So, and that's the way I was, you know, when I was in that uh, stressful situation at that time, my health started to slide away from me. I was eating comfort eating, sitting around comfort eating. I wasn't able to perform my work because I just was in shock and everything was changing and um, I didn't actually I didn't actually feel up to 
I didn't really seem to have the personal energy that I needed to go and teach yoga. So I gave, I took a break from it for a while with the result that because I wasn't exercising, mm. I started to gain weight. I gained about uh, 30 or 40 pounds. Wow. I was, I was 49 at the time. And then I, I remember one day waking up thinking, Louise, I have to turn this around. I mean, this is, this is not sustainable. I cannot continue if I want to continue living and who knows, are we going to live for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years? Even if we're 60 or 70 now, we could still live for 30 years, 35. My granny right. lived for yep. over 100. <laughs> so we don't know. So we, And this is what's amazing about this moment. And just like me then, I woke up one morning and I said, hang on, even though I'm in a crisis, even though I'm going through the shock and this uncertainty, yes, I'd lost my dad and it was very stressful and sad. And it was, and it still is when I think back. Mm what is it what what is there that i can control what can i control what what is it about this like that can be different is there a piece of string that i can even begin to pull on and keep pulling on that until it becomes a rope and then i can actually start to pull on the rope and and have hope so i said well yes there are a couple of things that i can control i can get back to my yoga i can get back to moving my body just gently moving, 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 just a little bit, a little bit more tomorrow, a little bit more the next day, even though I felt totally unfit and inflexible at that time. I said, yeah, I can get back to doing yoga. I can get back to moving my body. I have control over that, total control. Mm. Nobody can take that away from me, crisis or no crisis. Then I can get back to uh, healthy eating, you know, and slowly but surely, like just to, you know, to shed the couple of pounds at a, at a time just slowly but surely and then I can change my mind I can change well I can be waking up and saying like well what can I do rather than thinking of sadness and thinking of the pain what can I do so I I did all of that I got back um I lost all the weight I lost about 40 pounds and right. wow. um, so between between when I was 49 and when I turned 52 I was just like a completely different person I mean, I took a couple of months, maybe a couple of years, but a completely different person woke up one day at the age of 52 than was at 49. I felt good when I woke up in the morning. I felt healthy. I felt well, even though I thought I could never feel those things again. You know, I felt well, I had energy, I had enthusiasm for living and I just made the most of every day. And we can all, we can, you can do that regardless even of, how much stress you're feeling in your body regardless of how terrible things seem at this moment Mm. there's something that you can do to change it there's something that you can do to help yourself to feel better and i believe moving is the best thing to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) moving dancing whatever it is that you love to to do moving moving wise to get the energy flowing in the body yeah no i i i totally agree i totally agree what um Right now, what we've been doing is uh, walking. Um, in fact, I was out for a walk before I, before you and I got online here um, for this. And <clears throat> excuse me. And you know what I do miss is is more some more aerobic kinds of things, which I had not totally gotten back. Too. I was just starting to when I was going to the gym just because I, I mean, I stopped running a long time ago. I'm too old to, to run, not, not because I can't, but because it's not good for my knees and, you know, all that pounding. But 
I, um, every people who listen to my podcast know I, I had fallen on one of my walks and broken my, my collarbone last September. And it's still not, I don't have the, the, the weight, you know, I mean, weight bearing on it. So I, I have my little barbells that I do, <laughs> but you know, I haven't been able to really do any, any aerobic stuff. What I need is one of those little, I was thinking one of those little bicycles that you, you know, one of those little yeah. pedal things that you can put next to a chair. You don't even have mm. to have the whole thing and just do that. I was thinking that I need to get one of those. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah, try well, I mean, very fast, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And walking, Susan, walking is wonderful. Like, and if you're listening mm. now and you love walking or whether you have walked yesterday or whether you have walked or you haven't walked for years we can all walk mostly now not everybody yeah. can walk of course because like you might be restrained in some other way but mm. uh, certainly just to get out into the fresh air is fantastic and walking is wonderful but we have a problem here in ireland at the moment because we're not allowed if we're over a certain age or you have a health condition you're not allowed actually outside your door oh, um, and it's the same it's the same in yeah, it's the same in England. Like I was actually speaking with a friend of mine this morning in England who's mm-hmm. um, at the moment I'm running uh, an online, it's a free seven minute a day, seven day yoga challenge. And my Ooh. friend Sasha was asking me about that because she's confined to her house. Well, mostly because her husband got a letter from the English, um, you know, from the English authorities mm-hmm. to say that because he has an underlying medical health condition, mm-hmm. he's actually not allowed outside his door for 12 weeks with the result that she's going to they can't go for their usual morning walks so she was so Sasha phoned me and she said Louise can you tell me a little bit about the seven day yoga challenge will we be able for it because I'm over 60 and my husband is 59 and will we be able to do it Uh and I said well absolutely because what's wonderful about this yoga is that it's for over 50s mostly Uh it's going gentle yoga it's only seven minutes a day and it's a wonderful way to start your day actually it's it's just nice and easy going it's not the yoga that you see on the instagram you know of the younger people which is fantastic as well for them but like i'm not i'm over 50 so i'm not going to be doing that yoga (laughs) yeah or standing on my head or anything so i mean i never actually did manage to get there even though i'm teaching yoga for over 20 years i never managed i love it yeah (laughs) <laughs> I never managed to stand on my head and I have no intention of ever doing that. Yeah. So, um, but um, but what happened with, with me with the yoga was I was in a car accident when I was in my 20s. Uh-huh. And um, so I was driving along in my car one day and I stopped at the red light and the car behind me didn't stop and <gasps> drove into the, smashed into the back of my car. Wow. I was thrown forward. I went into complete shock started to shake started to cry started to tremble remember very little woke up the next day couldn't move my body was just totally stiff Mm. and tired and painful and i ended up off work for over a year and a half oh my i was working as a i was i was a business analyst at the time and i was so that was my profession Mm -hmm. i ended up off work for over a year and a half i tried the a to z of medical therapies and complementary therapies at the time i was on a waiting list for surgery for my back oh my god i was praying and praying and praying and praying for somebody to you know just intervene and help me so 
next of all, I found uh, this little flyer which spoke about yoga. So yoga begins with ah. Y. So I had to wait a while because I was nearly, I had gone AB all the way up to Y. So I, in the, this is in the early 90s, 92 actually, or 93. So nobody knew about yoga in those days. Really, it wasn't as well known as it is now. But um, I spoke with the yoga teacher on the phone and she was so nice. So I said, okay, I'll try it. So I crawled into my first yoga class on my hands and knees. It wasn't easy, but there was something about it that just, I felt safe. I mm. felt comfortable. I felt, gosh, I can do this. You know, I can move my body even just a little bit and keep building and building and building on that with the result that I went back to the hospital to see the orthopedic consultant and he, um, we were reviewing everything. I had had extra scans and everything and he sat there looking down at his report of my progress he looked up at me and he said Louise whatever you're doing keep doing it because you do not need to have the back surgery all right so yeah when I heard that yeah when I heard that Susan tears poured down my face I thought oh gosh I thought I could never feel better and here I am and I don't need to have the back surgery. So I was so convinced at how it had helped me that I left my job as a business analyst. I went to train as a yoga teacher. I trained as, um, so became a yoga teacher, of course, mm-hmm. and trained then in the, in a whole wide, the whole wide world of, uh, of um, holistic and complementary therapies, like in trained as a psychotherapist, aromatherapist, dietitian, did it all. Like I trained, I'm still training. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've studied in person with, um, I was privileged to study in person with Deepak Chopra in America. I traveled over there oh, to, wow. to uh-huh. train with Dr. Wayne Dyer in person, yeah. Eckhart uh-huh. Tolle, Tony Robbins, T. Harv Ecker, Bob Proctor, John Astroff. I trained with them all. Oh my goodness. I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of this yeah. mind body. How can I be better? <laughs> you know, and, right. and then I was obviously, working with clients at the time. So in order to help them like to be the best that they could possibly be and feel the best they could feel, I wanted to know, I wanted to know everything so that they didn't have to go and pay to go to America to do it all. I was yeah. going over all I could, getting back to Ireland, you know, and inspiring people, you know, to make a change in their lives so that they could wake with energy and enthusiasm and enjoy every day mm-hmm. just like I was. So yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. I'm I'm very impressed. Um, yeah. You know, I'm I'm very familiar with all of the people that you that you mentioned and um, have done you know online kinds of stuff and read their books and all that, but I haven't actually done in person. So I'm very jealous. Ah <laughs> uh, well, and I don't like I don't say that you know I don't you know I I'm not sure, sharing no. that like to, to I impress anybody. No, it's only to impress upon you that you know that. I don't know why I did. I don't know what inspired me to do it. Well, I love traveling anyway. And I love going to America, actually. I love it. I mean, I was actually, uh-huh. I was in America just before the coronavirus struck. I was in Los oh. Angeles. At, oh, at a speaker. Okay. Yeah, I was in, I was in Los Angeles at the, uh-huh. just at the end of February at a speaker's authors coaches convention. And then I was, I flew back to Ireland and flew back to New York the following day for another wow. And then I flew back to Ireland, and then New York went on lockdown. So, <laughs> so it was good timing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 Interesting. So, yeah. I I'm actually I was born and raised in Los Angeles. So. Uh, I love it. 
Yeah, I well, yeah, I got I got out of LA as fast as I could. I, I left to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> I moved back yeah. for a couple of years when I was in my twenties, I guess it was, but haven't yeah. haven't you know, I used to go back to see my family when my mother was still living down there and living, period. But um uh, yeah, it's um it's like anything, you know, things it it's so funny because there's so many places you'll talk to people and and you'll say, oh, I love that city where you live. And they all go, eh. you know, it's always better if you're a visitor. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like, I mean, we do, like, we do have that um, idea sometimes, you know, that the grass is always greener on the other side. But <laughs> yeah. I think, I believe, I'm a firm believer of uh -huh. making the most of what you have oh, yeah. in the moment that you're in whatever it is, whether it's just looking out the window and looking at a tree or seeing the, you know, seeing the grass or seeing the flowers blossoming or even yep. having like some fresh flowers on your table, admiring the uh, fresh flowers. Yes. Doesn't that you know, make a big difference? Even, yeah. Yeah. Like drinking a nice glass of water. Like, I mean, that can, that can help you to feel good and, and just to be, um, to be kind to yourself and especially mm. now like now is the time to be the kindest you've ever been to yourself to be kind and to be caring and caring and nurturing and and to look after your health like you're, to look after your physical health and to look after your mental health and well-being as well this is the time this is the opportunity because the world is changing and we wonder why is it changing you know what's this mm -hmm. about like because we were all going like i often remember thinking i was i was actually uh teaching yoga there just a little while ago to a group of very busy professionals and when I was listening to how busy they were and the time that they were spending in the traffic mm. and the stress that it, the stress that that was causing them you know and the stress that working in an office was causing them and the stress that deadlines yeah. and pressure and everything was causing them I was thinking to myself just as I was listening with them listening to them I was thinking Jeannie Mac, the planet is spinning so fast, it's just going to spin off its axis. That's what I was thinking, and like that's nearly what's happening now, you know, because like it's like, whew, what what happened there? Like, I mean, for some people at the moment that I'm speaking with clients, I was on a uh, just on a one-to-one -one yoga session just before we started here, Susan, because it's nighttime here in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Um, I was on a one-to-one -one yoga session, and I was just before we got into the session, like the the, the lady was just saying with me saying to me um like she was she's still feeling the stress of being at home but she's really benefiting from meeting you know once a week on zoom on zoom which i never thought i'd be teaching on zoom once yes. a week on zoom like to do her yoga practice because she finds that she sleeps great afterwards and also like she was working in a very busy office so she misses everybody she misses going to work even though she mightn't have liked the traffic at least she was getting out of the house and now she finds that you know the confines of her house is actually affecting her so she loves just meeting every week on zoom for her yoga session it's too for the world of good so it's i you you stop for a second there that was very strange okay <laughs> um so um yeah no i think i think it's really inter i think it's very interesting because i think that people are this has turned out to be a big wake-up call to a lot of people if for no other reason they are realizing how busy they were, um, some people are are thinking, "Oh, this is great! I don't need to be as busy, right? Yeah. I can do things that I haven't done." I think that 
it's great with all the people who are trying to learn new things, take this opportunity to learn, learn things. Um, the people who are spending all of their time watching Netflix, I, I'm not sure that's, that's very profitable, but you know, what, whatever people need, I guess. But I think it's the other, the other part of it is that it's, um, it's making people understand what's going on in their lives and the relationships that they have with different people, right? And particularly, I think family members, those who they live with and those who they don't. And it's, it's interesting because one of the things that I'm always um, aware of and I'm always pointing out to people and it's part of my practice is that people need to take care of themselves because if you aren't taking care of yourself, you can't take care of others. And consequently, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that um, and are starting to, to do it, even if they didn't realize it. And I think they may come out of this with a little different awareness that, oh, wait a minute, I, you know, this, this worked a lot better when I was taking care of me first and not yeah. just getting taken over by all these other relationships and responsibilities. So it's... Well, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it, it just, you just reminded me there, Susan, when you were saying that, you know, we have to uh -huh. take care of ourselves before we can take care of our family or anybody else. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of actually when I was flying back from New York a couple of weeks ago, sitting on the airplane. And I, I just heard like for the thousandth time, the air hostess saying, in the event, unlikely yes. event, they always yes. say, in the unlikely event of an emergency, yes. an oxygen mask will be dropped from the panel above your head. Yep. Place your own oxygen yep. mask yes. on first before right. attending to anybody else. Yep. Without, without your own oxygen mask, without looking after your health, without looking after yourself, how can we provide for our family or protect mm -hmm. our financial future? Like that's yep. the bottom line. That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. And also one thing, a very important message as well that you mentioned there is that this is an opportunity. In fact, another client of mine today said she feels like this is a golden opportunity for her to stop and start, stop to, you know, to stop in her life, to stop mm -hmm. all the busy, busy, mm -hmm. busyness to stop the busyness and to start taking care of herself and to realize that she's actually the most important thing in her life, which mm -hmm. she is mm -hmm. because, and like, we only get one shot at this. I mean, that's, that's the reality. Like we just get, this is not, it's not a dress rehearsal. I say it's not a stress rehearsal. <laughs> Sometimes we can feel so stressed that we actually feel like it's a stress rehearsal. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you are feeling stressed, like what is it that has helped you in the past? You know, like we, you can think of what, what has helped you to feel like a little less stressed and stretching, stretching movement, stretching when implemented correctly can be the best mm. stress releaser and injury preventer that there is. Yeah. So stretching stretching when implemented correctly can be the mm -hmm. best stress releaser and injury preventer that there is because it's relating to the body and that's where the stress yeah. is. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. And the whole thing about putting your own mask on first is like my mantra. 
I mean, I include that in everything I, I record and when I talk to people, absolutely, yeah. you know. And, I'm, and you and I are not the only ones, you know. There's a lot of people that have, I've heard have started using it. But it's... Oh, um, sure, it's been around yeah, for years. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, yeah. no, absolutely. But the, um, <laughs> the, other thing, yeah, the other thing I was going to say was as far <laughs> as the stress, um, one of the things, the biggest things that I tell people to do, which is very similar to what you're talking about, and also has a has a part in yoga and a lot of the other um, physical types of things, is to breathe. breathe. You know, just four, breathe in for four counts, hold it for two counts, and breathe out for four counts, um, and and do that five or six times because the first thing that when people get stressed, the first thing they do is they start holding their breath, and it's yeah. it's. It's so interesting because I'll I'll be, you know, working with somebody, and and then I'll go okay, um, take a breath, just take a breath, and they're like, oh okay, oh that's right, I forgot, okay, you know, and it's so yeah. bizarre because how can you, I'm, I say this rhetorically because obviously it people do it, but how can you forget to breathe, you know, I mean we don't. We as human beings don't last very long if we're not breathing. <laughs> but, well, we but don't last at all if we're not. No, <laughs> no, and it just and it just makes you more stressed, right? To have not not have the oxygen in your in your body. Yeah. So it's just it's it's just so interesting. But it's all tied up together, right? With the exercising and and all of that, because a big part of that meditation, yoga, tai chi, whatever is is breathing. That's a, a big exactly. part of it. That's what's one of the wonderful things about yoga is actually that you learn how to breathe again. Mm. So it's almost like, like you're saying, Susan, when we're concentrating, when we're stressed, we forget to breathe properly. We, we're still breathing, of course, but we're only mm. sniffling a little bit in through our nose and out through our mouth. It's like a little sniffle yeah. enough so that we're still staying alive. We can breathe so much better and so much deeper and so much easier and bring so much vital oxygen and nourishment into the body when mm. we know how to breathe and when we're practicing yoga that's one of the wonderful things that we learn it's so soothing for your body yep. it's wonderful for your mind it helps to calm your mind mm. as well and it's actually one of the reasons why a lot of people practice yoga is actually for that benefit, because if they're very busy, if they feel that there's a thousand thoughts going around in their heads, if they're not yep. able to, you know, sleep is a big thing. People can't sleep. But when you know how to breathe, you know, you're able to bring your body into that lovely, relaxed state when you get into bed, you know, just to breathe soothing breaths yep. and then you'll drop yep. off to sleep without even having to worry about it. So it's a wonderful thing that we teach in yoga as well. Mm. Yeah, breathing. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, on that on that note, I think we can. Um, unless you have any other, you know, final thoughts that you'd like to share, um, we can we can start to wrap up. And yeah, no, I think that's fantastic. I think Susan, I just wish, I wish you mm -hmm. and your listeners, and um, I wish everyone the, you know we can get through this. We will get through this. We'll all pull through this together. And when we're allowed and given the approval and the authority, you know, to get back outside, like imagine the celebrations where I speak about this um, and your viewers are all very welcome to join for free the seven day 
seven minutes a day yoga challenge that's mm. all free at the moment so you're very welcome to join but okay. what i feel is that um when we're all imagine the celebration that we'll have like when we are all set free because that's what it will be like we'll be all set free everyone will just run out yeah. the door and say, oh yay <laughs> but imagine like imagine being able to run out your door and celebrate yeah. and feel oh, free yeah. because you have actually looked after your health whereas you know if you don't right. that might be a different story so yeah. it's yeah. time no i agree no, i agree time to time to take care and to to nourish yeah. yourself no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And if and if you give me your um, the website for people to sign up for your seven minute uh, yoga, I will put that also on in the show notes as oh, well. And um, and I may even sign up myself. Well, Susan, you're very welcome to sign up. Absolutely, <laughs> sign up. Um, I mean, the 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 website is very easy. It's just um, louisetyrell.com and two Rs, two Ls. Okay. It's, it's very easy. And um, what I found is that at the moment, it's not always easy. Um, like I was on the phone there to my mom earlier on today, whose friend is actually in hospital dying at this moment. And oh, no. like, so I spent about an hour today crying, actually, maybe more. And then, um, you know, and that was a nice, a nice be to be able to chat with my mom on the phone and to comfort her mm -hmm. too through what she's going through. And, you know, it, um, to realize, you know, that we're just, we're just human. Like we have our thoughts, we have our feelings, we have our worries and we have our concerns and just to accept ourselves for who we are, allow ourselves to be who we are, stay in touch with your friends and family. At this point, I was talking with my neighbor on the phone just before uh, the yoga class um, earlier and my neighbor is 88 wow. and she actually rang me. She rang me to see, was I okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah are you right. okay yeah because i've been ringing her every day and she said i didn't hear from you today so i was worried oh, no. and i said no i'm fine i'm fine so but because i have been phoning her you know and then she didn't yeah. hear from me she was worried about me but so it's a time now to take care of yourself take care of your family take care of your friends make sure everybody's okay mm -hmm. and we're all in this together and we'll all we'll all get through yep. it together and i yeah thank you so much thanks for having me here today susan and for oh. allowing me to share um, what I hope is helpful for everyone. Well, thank you very much for uh, for coming on. I really I really enjoyed it, and um, I'm sure that uh, all the people who listen to my podcast will enjoy it as well. Fantastic. So thank you. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Susan, and I just wanted to add a little bit to the end. First off, I wanted to say that I am not a doctor. This is not to be considered to be medical advice. If you are having any kind of issues with the coronavirus or with any other physical problems, please go and get some professional medical help from your doctor or from the emergency room or hospital. Secondly, I wanted to thank Louise again for being here on my podcast. It was a wonderful interview and I hope that all of you enjoyed it. You can get a link to Louise's website as well as to her seven-day free video yoga challenge on my or in my show notes. And I will look forward to talking to all of you next week. 
This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.